When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. We're back. In, 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 in black. Back in black, baby. Welcome, Morticia. Welcome, Gomez. Cajita, bubla. <laughs> don't they use words like that? I don't know. <laughs> Scaramouche. It's Halloween, bitches and oh. witches. Bitches and witches. Welcome. I just can't get over you with that wig. Our um, dog was frightened of us, and my mom's dog, Charlotte, would not stop barking. She was mm. like, who are these strangers in the house that came out from the back? In their defense, when I put the wig on, I would start barking at myself. <laughs> um, it's fun to get dressed up. I love Halloween. Oh, a little cosplay goes mm-hmm. a long way. I know. I bought this costume from a cosplay website. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for getting me dressed up, Katie. Of course. I feel... I feel so fancy. I just ordered it. Suit. I didn't even ask Sean if he cared about being Gomez because we. I told him we have to figure it out, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, 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 tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then I was like, "We have to order. It's not going to arrive on time." Well, you look beautiful. You look very handsome. Thank you. Let's scare all the local children. Right? Are you ready? (laughs) Who are the creeps across the street? (laughs) I'm supposed to go walking out right now just to walk the dog for shits and giggles. That's it. Hey, everybody, we've missed you. I know we took two weeks off when we intended to take one. It happens. They got busy. I had to go to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Wonderful place. Everybody was so nice. We loved Pennsylvania. We did not have. Pennsylvanians. Yes. And Transylvanians. Right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Also. (laughs) Halloween related. No, but uh, everyone said, try Hershey's chocolate Mm because it's there. And we didn't. We didn't do any of the things. It was a short trip. We flew in like landed at 10 30 the night before i had the talk i had to give a speech or talk or a keynote or whatever you want to call it a presentation if you will the following day and a workshop and then the next like early afternoon we left you crushed it thanks honey it was a whirlwind trip back you know hotel to the uh yeah we walked from the airport to our hotel sorry to our hotel my hair is tickling me yeah um but it was wonderful. We had a great time. Thank you, everybody in Harrisburg. You guys are great at the Penn State Harrisburg. It was great. Beautiful. Great. So nice to be on a campus, especially oh, on the I East Coast. And the fall. leaves were changing. Mm, beautiful. <gasps> beautiful. Makes me wish I didn't quit school at the age of uh, 11. You know? <laughs> I forgot your grade 10. Right. Um, same. I was like, man, I could. we could just hole up in a university, honey. Take shelter that. from the... Uh... From the storm? Just from, you know... Uh, outward other things outside of university right i'll teach a psychology course you teach you know digital film oh and we're never heard from again (laughs) other than people who take our classes yeah yeah i like the idea it was wonderful we had a good time but uh boy we've been uh, all over the place and i just feel like very hectic yeah but came back to the house and you know working on the um the project and that's going along and so maybe another month and then once that's done, freedom, freedom, freedom. 45. Freedom, for, you guys, it's been a learning curve. 
obviously. There's there's so much to know about construction. And so much I wish I didn't know. Yeah, but you know what? I'm I'm taking it as a um, an experience, and I'll know better. I'll know more about it next time. Really, yeah. at the end of the day, that's you can't get mad at things. You just have to learn from them. It's true. Did you put mascara on? I did. <laughs> I was like, wow, your eyelashes look amazing. Do they? Yeah, I figured you're such a pretty a pretty Gomez. Yeah. Well, it's dark. I had to draw in my eyebrows. Look how dark they are. I already have to dye them to not be blonde calico. Okay. And so I had to take it to another level to meet this. Yeah. Well, that, I was feeling like I looked a little, like my eyes were getting lost with the hair. Yeah. So I needed all a little bit. Hairs. Maybe I should put more on. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I should do it all the time. Maybe you could. What if I dress like this once a week? What if this is our new look? I From am goth down. to boss. I need a new look. Me too. I've been looking for a new thing. I actually, back in the day when my friend Ashley and I dressed up as Betty and Wilma from the Flintstones. Yeah. I was Betty because she has red hair and she was Wilma. So I got this black wig and I used to put it on just for fun every so often as a short, straight wig. And I was like, man, maybe I dye my hair black. Go golf. Golf to <laughs> Just because you have black hair doesn't mean you're golf. No, you know? but it was just fun. I was like, I, I do like it. this, this, this <clears throat> the, these bangs that kind of like hang down. I feel like an like an artist or something. Ooh, like so it's just so moody. Yeah, you know, like all those kids were wearing the Justin Bieber hairdo mm, back in the day. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've got that going on now. Yeah. You know, just, flopping. Just, just flop it in your yeah. face. We also went to Charleston. Oh, yes. Charleston was amazing. It was amazing. The history, the homes, the food. We learned a lot about it. Which we is did. part of the reason why we went to yeah. find Sean out Sean loves that stuff too, and I, I find it interesting also. What's the deal? Yeah. And all sorts of interesting things. We went to Fort Sumter, to learn about its importance in the Civil War and to hear more about the Civil War and what it meant for the South. And it was very interesting and informative. And they did a great job of explaining the the impact and why the Union was so important because we'd broken off from London, England. I'm just kidding. But we'd broken off from Europe, come over here and start our own thing. And the what they wanted to hold on to more than anything was the union of the states because without it, then we would fall. Yeah. Divided, we crumble. Together we stand. <laughs> anyway. Uh, you should have been giving the speech instead of the park ranger. <laughs> I just, I love these. I could hide treats in there. Yeah. It's a very oh. nice dress you're wearing. But um, I, I like the way the park rangers do it. You get there and they, you know, <laughs> you could get a, a person who maybe doesn't deliver the the speech as well. So you, you take a ferry. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I guess a ferry. Yeah, right? it's a ferry. Um, through the harbor, out to the fort. The mm-hmm. fort is protecting the mouth of the harbor mm-hmm. into Charleston. And you get off into what amounts to be a pile of rubble. Mm-hmm. And it's yes. basically because they blew the shit out of it yep. uh, for, what was it, 24 months or 21 months? I thought it was 18, but you might be right. Somewhere around there where there was, you know, basically uh, the, 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 the southern forces, mm-hmm. uh, when they seceded, because mm-hmm. they were the first ones to secede. South Carolina. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so then they, they were protecting the, the harbor. And so the Union. Came after them. I think the Union. Yeah. And they, they were trying. And then the Union took over it for a while. And right. then they got it back and they re-raised their flag or something. And it's weird because <laughs> there's photos from that era. They're not very good photos, mind you. you know. But It's uh, amazing to have that. And it, then to understand why it looks the way it looks now. Because they tried to like rebuild it using what they had. Right. And so it's like rubble with muck and yeah. Yeah, because there's no cameras from the, uh, the you know, the, when, when the U.S. Uh, was formed, right? When George Washington yeah. fought the British, it's just paintings. Mm-hmm. But then you fast forward 100 years from there and there's photos. Yeah, it's really cool. 100 years? 
It's 18... 1776 is when the United States is formed. Mm -hmm. And then 1860 is when Fort... Sum is that 1862? Two, ah. three? I forget. Yeah, I'd have to pull it up. War. Mm. But I don't know. Anyway, we had a really good time. It was really fun and interesting. And I loved it. Every minute of it. Yeah. You know? Sorry, I shouldn't and have had dairy before we started. I'm so mature now. I was very proud of myself mm -hmm. because, and I didn't want to be disrespectful, but uh -huh. you know, they've got the the big cannons at the fort. Yeah. And I was like, Katie, take a picture. I was thinking that in my oh, head, no. you know, but I didn't. He didn't. I didn't. Out because, of respect. You know, well, yeah, I didn't want out to be that guy. Out of respect. If someone else did it first, I would have been like, oh, game Me on. next, yeah. 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 If, but, I, if the park ranger was doing it, <laughs> I'd be like, all right. He said, it's cool. I just love that they were like, the one guy was a volunteer. Oh, coming across like, on the boat? Yeah, it's like, what a great way to like, I don't know, keep busy if you want and you're interested in the history and stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, we, we ate at some yummy restaurants. We went to a place called Renzo and got pizza. We went to Maison and had, you had that delicious duck rillette or what oh, was it? Oh yeah, that was good. That was delicious. Um, I got too full and couldn't finish my scallops, but. Oh no, it was rabbit. Oh, it was rabbit. You're right. I had to catch it, you know. It was, but it was delicious. We ate at... What was the other one? Melfi's. Melfi's, yeah. And then there was the French joint. Oh, Chenou. Chenou, I think, was my favorite. It was. If you're in Charleston uh, or if you're uh, working at Chenou or mm -hmm. if Chenou is your property. I don't know. We loved it. 10 fantastic, out of 10. Fantastic. And great wines that he hooked me up with. And he told you about that pineapple beer or something. Yeah. The only part I didn't like was when we were trying to run away uh, when we were supposed to pay our bill and they <laughs> caught us and made us wash dishes. I didn't no, think that was very nice. But I also, uh, insider scoop, we had early reservations because I made them last minute. <clears throat> and what was it, like 5.45 or 6 or something? Mm -hmm. It was perfect because I'm always hungry by then anyways. And we usually would go to like a rooftop and have a drink and an appetizer to get us through till dinner. But this was like perfect because it was I was hungry already and there was nobody in the restaurant. There were like four other tables. And by the time we left, it was like jamming. Mm. And I was like, this was perfect because I don't really like to be in a packed restaurant. I think that was part of why LA just never really did it for me. You're always like shoulder to shoulder. Like I can pretty much be involved in the next table's conversation. Right. And this was nice. We had space and time. Mm -hmm. well, and you, you could just go about things slowly, mm -hmm. you know, like molasses. <laughs> but that was, that was the night for my birth. That was our last night there. Mm -hmm. We had a lovely time. Yeah, it was wonderful. I would definitely I'd go, go back. back. Oh, Jinx. Oh. Not Jinx, but you know. <laughs> I okay. go back because there seemed like there was more to explore. Yeah. Um, we should have done, well, the islands because there's like Sullivan's Island and Gilligan's Island. All the islands. And I would have loved to do like more on the water. And then there's more historical tours and a haunted tour. Oh, I forgot. We didn't do the haunted tour. No, we didn't. And we should have, but we didn't. Hmm. Hey, we needed a vacation to kind of not, I didn't book us too many things. Because I didn't want us to be busy. And then we kind of wish we'd booked a little more. Oh my God. You booked us the freakiest <laughs> hotel. Not freaky in a bad way, but like it was, I've never stayed in a hotel that nice. It was amazing. Although it was noisy. That was our only complaint. I just slept with earplugs in and all was fine. It was um, kind of like being on the ground floor in New York City. It in was. Manhattan. It was. But if you could get past the noise, mm -hmm. um, the rubbish bin being banged about at, you know, six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> or like... Oh. Yeah, but uh, wow, it was huge. It was we not had an apartment, you guys. Yeah, it wasn't a hotel room. It was, and and like you said, the photos didn't do it justice. It no. looked like it was, you know, uh, two hundred and fifty square feet in the photos. Mm -hmm. You get there, it's like a thousand square feet. It was bigger than our place in Santa Monica. Yeah, nicer and I mean, newer. it wasn't bigger. I think it's like seven hundred and something. <clears throat> but we had a full kitchen. I made eggs in the morning sometimes. Ten foot ceilings. That's why it felt bigger. Than yeah, Santa we were on Monica. the top floor. We had a living room with a TV, and then a bedroom and a bathroom. It was all. It was amazing. 
I thoroughly enjoyed it. So thank me you. Too. Thanks yeah. for getting me out of uh, out of this area for of a hot minute. But then we're back to work, right? And thank you to the Pinch Hotel. Yeah. Oh, the Pinch. Because they were just so nice. Wonderful staff too. Yeah. 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 We got to chitty chat with them the last day because we were kind of just hanging out. We didn't want to do too much because we had to get to the airport, but you know, it's like enough to go get breakfast and then wander. And then we're like, okay, we have an hour to kill. So we just hung out and chitty chatted. Loved it. It was amazing. What were so, you saying? Charleston, uh, 8.5 out of 10. Yep. But the uh, the the 1.5 mm-hmm. is probably on us because we didn't, you know, take full, we didn't get it on the water as much. So I think- No, and I wish we should have, but we didn't know. You don't know what you don't know. You don't know. So now we know. If we go back, we'll do more. We should wear these costumes though. Definitely. 10 out of 10. Should we get into some letters? I feel like we haven't talked with people in a while and I just want to hear from people. Or do you have notes? Oh, I've got notes and then we can get to letters. Okay. Go All through right. your notes. Let's see here. I'm going to look. Right, there's so many though, because- It's been a while. It's been a while. Let's see here. Oh, did you know that engineers have created a safe micro nuclear reactor that fits in the back of a truck? No, that's t- also you drew in your eyebrows. Yes. <laughs> I fully participated. <clears throat> I'm impressed. I just didn't know. And usually you ask me to help you with stuff like that. So oh, I'm yeah. impressed that you took it upon, you know, you. I'm just surprised you've caught me. This is the first time. I mean, usually <laughs> when I go out at night, I get gussied up for you, but you just don't pay attention to me these days. And anyway, so they, they built a. <laughs> You know, you get married for a while, 10 years it's now. It's almost been 10 just, years, yeah. You, know, you don't notice when your man's wearing makeup and stuff, you know. It's <laughs> hey, <laughs> well, there's a my, lot. My, my mustache is coming off. There's a lot to notice about this situation. Just Drastic, one thing at a time. Let me know if I need to spirit glue my mustache back on. Okay, yeah. yeah. Did you spirit glue it? No, spirit I just used in the, the sky. Is it? It's fine. You okay. look fine. Yeah, so, um, I mean, I'm not going to get one of these nuclear reactors until they've tested them. Uh, <laughs> A little bit more. <laughs> Let's not get one at all. But gosh, it sounds like we're getting close to Back to the Future, doesn't it? It does. Aliens. I mean, come on. Now they're talking about civil aviation uh, reports and everything. I know. All sorts of crazy things. The future is here. The future is now. Yeah. You heard it here. I was listening to my favorite country radio station in the morning mm-hmm. in Austin. I think it's 80, 98.1 okay. or is it 100.7? There's two of them I like. Anyway, the guys in the morning... We're talking about how they've been coming out more and more about having aliens seen. Uh-huh. Well, alien spacecraft, essentially, is what they're calling it. Or, you know, unknown aerial phenomena, UAP. Yes. And how more and more people, more and more pilots. Because it doesn't have to be an alien from outer space. It's no. just something they're, they're We don't recording. know what it is. Yeah. And more and more people are coming out saying, oh, I've seen these things, more pilots. And they're doing it like anonymously because they still get teased if they say they've seen it. Like, oh, look at that. He thinks he can see aliens. But the guy was saying that he doesn't think it's aliens from the sky. He thinks it's from under the water. Oh, good guess. Because at a certain point, you don't know what the hell's going on down there. We don't have the capacity to, or the ability, I guess, not even just capacity, the ability to explore past certain depths. Yeah. And also it's just so big. It's huge. Like, for instance, the Malaysian Air uh-huh. 767-740, yeah, I don't know, a big airplane, mm-hmm. a big Boeing that went down in the ocean. Um, they couldn't find it. And not because, you know, not for lack of trying, yeah. but the, the Indian Ocean huge. is massive. And huge. I don't think people realize, like, there's more water on Earth than there is Earth on the Earth. So the water- Land is, on the Earth. That's true. More water on the Earth. You Isn't it 70-something, 77%? water or something is the, the I don't earth know. maybe 60 40 split i don't know well whatever you guys let us know 70 30 yeah i, I think know. it's 70 something but anyway um yeah so i agree with him 
that that's possible. They could be hiding in, in the water. They could be hiding deep in the depths of the ocean. They could be hiding right in front of us. We just don't have the right senses to pick them up. Right. Right. Like what like if they're invisible cloaks or something? You know, sometimes Who you get a chill. You're like, ooh, people right. are like, that's a ghost. And you're like, what if it's an alien? Or, you know, what if it's humans from the future coming back to the past to warn us about I wonder what they weapons. think about us now. They're like, or aliens are like, why are those people dressed up? It's clearly costumes. What is this about? They're going to take us with them. They're going to say, those are some civilized looking humans. They look serious. Mm-hmm. And they're they going to take us with them. serious heads of hair. Yeah. I've got doble, doble you know, hair. When the rapture me. happens, they're not taking mm. the bald people, you know? So I'm in trouble. That's one of the, I think that's in the Bible. I, I think it is in Philippians. Philippians. <laughs> Philippians? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. Yes. Uh, so anyways, aliens, we don't know. And uh, it's just interesting that there's a lot of talk about them now. Yeah. And that it's like n- not normalized, but they're like, they're out there. Mm. <laughs> well, apparently the jets that are uh, flying around now, the generation of jets, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if it's sixth generation or fifth generation, but I think the uh, the sensors that they put on them now are really sensitive. And so there's discussion of whether the sen- the sensors aren't calibrated properly or- The sensors they are, are too sensitive. Or they, they're very sensitive. good and they're, they're picking up anomalies in the atmosphere and they're like, we don't know what it is. So- I like to believe that we're well, not we, alone. We can't be the only ones. I feel like that's so big so, out there. Yeah, there's such a vast universe and nether ocean regions. Not to mention, if you believe in the multiverse theory, which I personally subscribe to. Oh, do you? Yeah, I think it's a... I like Rick and Morty, so I subscribe to it. There's another Katie out there running amok, doing a whole different type of thing. And it doesn't even have to be us in the other multiverse. It just could be a different dimension. I don't know. Another like, dimension. Like Stranger Things? Like yeah. the un- Upside Down? Oh, 100%. That's a creepy There place. could be two universes that are sitting, touching each other, mm. and a fabric between them, like two bubbles on top of each other. Could be a bunch of bubbles in a sink. I don't know. Who knows? I don't want to pretend like I Maybe know Maybe Ben everything. knows. Do you know Ben? I feel like Ben would know of this. What if Ben... Mm-hmm. It's from another dimension. <gasps> ben, let it be known. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. I suspect Ben in a Tesla with a wrench mm. flying to Mars. Ooh. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like Clue, it's like Clue but, but, but Elon Musk's version. But you know different. how they, they license Monopoly yeah, to everything? Yeah, they do. And they'll have like Monopolies of different uh, different characters from different films and stuff. Right. I wonder if, cartoons, but yeah. Do you think there's a Monopoly version uh, that Elon Musk has and he's the banker? Of and course. And just owns everything? Of course. And he's like, you can't take out any money, only put it in. Yeah, you're Thanks. like- Oh, I guess I guess I'll take the race car. Sorry, the race car's taken. Uh, the horse? No, nope. nope, it's taken. It's taken. I'd like to buy Broadway. The, the, it's already been bought. <laughs> I'll I'll sell it to you for triple the amount. I guess I'll be the thimble and I'll live on <laughs> Baltic <laughs> Avenue. Aww. Is Baltic the bad it's one? It's the bad one. Well, it's the cheap one. It's not the bad one. Is it's that cheap. named after Baltimore? No, I think it's just different street names. Mm. You probably look up the history of it because usually the people who create the games, it's like from things that they know in their area and stuff like that. Right. I wonder if Lord Baltimore, not Voltimore, but Lord Baltimore, mm-hmm. which I think is what... Dare say his name. Just kidding. <laughs> he who shall not be named. But uh, mm-hmm. I think that that guy, he got a raw deal because, you know, he was probably some very important person back in the day after the revolution or something. Mm-hmm. And they named a city after him. That's a pretty good start. You know, he was probably... Well, it's one of the first cities because it's on the eastern. But then, you know, your city kind of goes down the tank a little bit. Well, yeah, like Detroit. And then they name it. Although a, it's coming back and maybe Baltimore will come back too. I would like to go to Baltimore. I have I been there? No, just the wire. Yeah, that's all I, was, I know about it. I just it. watched the wire. Yeah, I feel like my mustache is floating around all funny on my lip. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a little droopy on one side, but you should have used the glue I got you. No one can. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so, uh, 
So there's that. Anyways, I don't know about aliens, but I, I, I just like to think that there's a lot more going on. Should I? Um, no, that's fine. Okay. Oh, yeah. This is lovely. Okay. <laughs> if you think I'm sexy and you want more to come on, baby, let me know. Um, let's see. I have another note here, okay. another news uh, article. Mm -hmm. It says, scientists may have figured out what makes Uranus so weird. <laughs> And Someone talking. really had fun with that title. Well, exactly. I don't even need to read the article. I know they're just fishing for mm -hmm. my clicks. Ooh. And I'm not going to give it to them because I already know what makes my Uranus so weird. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Oh, China mm -hmm. shows off a drone that drops robo dogs with huge guns attached to them. That's a... Wow. Yeah, that's a fun one. Wow. Uh, let's see what else was in this. Oh, this one's good for you. Uh -huh. Texas mom goes viral for warning parents against Hocus Pocus 2. It will unleash hell on your kids. Oh, my God. Yeah, so some fundamentalist is really upset Lost about Lost their minds. Hocus Pocus 2, which I didn't know you thought was a good film. Well, I haven't seen two. I've seen one. And you were like, I don't want that Disney bullshit. And I was like, no, it's like a legit film. Yeah, but it's like a pagan film. You know, I don't get down like that. Oh, my God. Scaramouche. Sean, who, <laughs> Sean, who doesn't uh, never. Well, I guess you were an altar boy for a short period of time just to get out of school. But you don't care about that stuff. Yeah, I don't believe in it, but, you know. Maybe yeah. witches and aliens. Why not but that? But Hocus Pocus is a good film. We should watch it. All we'll right. watch it on Halloween. Check this out. Mm -hmm. uh, the article says, meet President Ba, the self-proclaimed dictator of a micronation in Nevada. And you've probably never heard of him before. That's right. In, I have, in Nevada? Yeah. So there's some weird dude running around. Look at him. He looks like uh, Muammar Gaddafi. What? Yeah. This is in the United States of America? In 1977, a 15-year-old Kevin Ba watched The Mouse That Roared a satirical 1959 movie about a tiny fictional nation waging war in the United States. He is now the benevolent dictator of the Republic of Melosia, a one-acre micronation in Nevada. Oh, it's his house. Yeah. It's one acre. So I think he's just defending his border with, you know. I think that guy has a lot of time on his hands. Maybe he should get a hobby. I think this is his hobby, Katie. Dressing like <laughs> That's Momar what Kadafi. scares me. <laughs> People of my nation. Your it's like his dog. Like, yeah. <laughs> There was so much going on. I, I've, I have so many notes, but I won't, I won't keep us. Um, I found a cheap old house on Instagram. Ooh, I love cheap old houses. A giant old church for just 25,000. Oh, it's so, going to cost you 40, well, 140,000 like just to make it not yeah, a money pit. Place. Oh, it's huge. Isn't that beautiful? Remember how pretty the church was that Adam and Lauren just got married in? This is a, a pretty old church. It's nice. And oh, look at the stained glass. That's what I'm talking about. We could beautiful. live there. We could dress like this. Oh, I'll dress like this all the time. Maybe I'll just dye my hair black and grow yeah. it out because wigs don't do, they don't like the wig. Although this wig is much, much better than the wig I had last year as Wayne and Garth. Hmm. Remember? Wayne's wig was super itchy. This one, beautiful. Hmm. Interesting. I might keep this wig. Well, wear it do, randomly when I, I go to the should. grocery store, scare people. <laughs> nice, nice. Walk into nice. H E B. I'm like, hey, witches. Okay, ready for the notes or uh, the letters? I mean? Oh, one last thing. Mm -hmm. Or there's two things actually, and okay. then we'll get into letters. Okay. Uh, look at this one. Tired of folding laundry? They've invented a robot that folds your laundry. And I said, that is the first robot I'm going to get. Well, how much does it cost? I don't know, like a thousand bucks. That's a lot of money for uh, a stupid folding robot. Can you put a price on folded laundry? Methinks not. I think you can. It's called, it takes me no time and it would take you no time. I'm so bad at it though. It takes me forever. You're not bad at the folding. 
Mm. You're bad at completing tasks. I think you have adult ADHD. Well, hey, what's that over there? (laughs) (laughs) Did you see? Uh, Okay, so then Mm -hmm. last but not least, Mm -hmm. um, can we get the robot? No. (laughs) Our friend. If you save up enough monies. I'm just kidding. No, I mean, sure. I I don't really need it folding my laundry. That just seems kind of silly. We'd call it foldy or something. Hey, foldy. Throw the laundry at it, you know. I want to know how it does it like reach for the laundry and then does it like feel it around? Like, how does it even know what it's doing? I probably, you know, visual sensors. It probably can see with its uh, robot eyes Mm -hmm. for your eyes only shut up robot and fold my laundry. Jesus Christ. You have to be nice to the robots for your laundry only. So you can have our sing. Yeah. Her. Jeez. That's sexist. I said ours. Oh, ours? Oh, I thought you said have her sing. I was like, Katie. Rude. Yeah, I know. It's I a like, robot. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah, you're right. It's a robot. <laughs> I don't right. need to gender my robot. <laughs> I know. That's, that's when it gets. But, I, yeah, we gender everything. We gender we our cars. We you do. Know? I always like a lady car. A lady car. Same. Yeah. Unless it's like a, a dump truck. Then it's Bruce. 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 Brucio. Brucio McCullough. <laughs> okay. One last thing. Rylan's dad is like, how, why would you bring me into this? Why am I a dump truck? <laughs> so rude. Okay. I have uh, something to point out that mm-hmm. I thought was really interesting. We met a ton of very nice people, Pennsylvania bound. Loved it. However, um, oh, our good friend, uh, Megan Tonges. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really Hi, like watching Megan. her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watching her on Instagram when she does her bags. She does the oopsie bags or whatever. Oopsie bagsy, I think yeah. it's called, or oopsie baggy. Yeah, I wanted the one that was the Golden Girls. That was sold out right away. But I wanted her to turn into a sport coat for me. Mm. Mainly just B. Arthur. The other ones I don't really oh. Or Sophia and B. Mm-hmm. Those are my faves. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so mm-hmm. um, Megan said, hey guys, this is years ago. Have you ever been to Potbelly's Sandwiches? She loves Potbelly's. I said, no, I didn't even know what it was. Nope. And she was like... It's, I don't think there wasn't one, in, there wasn't one in LA, but when we would go to any event, she would find out if there was one within like a 20 mile radius and she would go to it. Remember? Yeah. I think Orlando had one for playlist and maybe, I don't know if there was one down in Orange County, but anyway. I hope there is she, for the people of Orange County. She talked about it so much that it was like ingrained in my head that Potbelly's was delicious. And then Sean and I have a layover in the Charlotte airport of North Carolina and lo and behold... We made a decision. It was getting towards closing time, though, and people were scrambling. You could see it looked like um, musical chairs. You know, when you go, you're wandering around, and the music stops, and everyone scrambles to get a chair, and there's one kid without a chair. Well, you weren't deciding. I was like, I'm hungry. Let's go here. And then we, so we circled the food court, and then we made a decision. Let's go back to Pot Bellies. Yep. We get back to Pot Bellies. The music stopped, and we're in line. But when we the music stops, all of a sudden you start hearing one of the employees saying, sorry, sir, we're closed. We're closed to people. Like two two or three people behind us. And I'm like, sweet, we're in we're under in. the wire. Boom. And uh, so Katie and I are making our decision. During the time it took us to order our food, which was about five minutes, they, mm-hmm. were, they were working very hard. There was like six employees that looked like they'd been served a zillion sandwiches that day. Yeah, they they're so little, nice. They were just doing their best. They were super fun. People were so rude. What do you mean I can't get a sandwich? What do you mean you're closed? Come on, come on. I know one guy even said, are you, because somebody was in line because they don't have a door. They can't like shut it. It's like a food court. You know, you're like walking. They just have like a pull down when they're legitimately closed. 
And if they didn't say we're going to close, the people would just keep coming in the line and they never get to close. And so there was a, a staff member in line to tell people, you can't get in line, we're closing. And this one guy said, well, do you close there to pointing to like us or other people in line or like here where he was? And the dude- it's just like, we can't You're serve like, you. I got to close up. We're, we're shutting in. We're supposed to be out of here in like five minutes. So then he gets in line anyways mm-hmm. and ignores the guy. And the guy is just kind of rolls his eyes. I'm like, He's also wow. like 16 years old. The, the kid, kid. Not, the, not the adult. No, the guy was an adult. He was like our age. And then uh, the lady who's behind the cash, so eight people in front of us, goes, sir, we're closed. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. I'm good. Yeah. She's like- no, no, no. And then he tried to come up to the front and order from her at yeah. the cash. I just want soup, he said. Mm-hmm. And she goes, uh, sir, there's other people in front of you. Mm-hmm. You can't just come up here and order. We're actually closed. We, you know, I've got to get my people off the clock. Yeah, we're supposed to close. Like, they have to clean up and get like, out of there. She's going to catch a ration of shit from her boss if... They're overtime or whatever. Yeah, he goes, what, you just going to throw the soup out, lady? Yeah, he was, she was such like, a dickwad. She, she blinked and smiled and she's like, have a good evening, sir. <sighs> whatever, I can't believe this. And the the guy's girlfriend was embarrassed. She's like, let's go, I'd be go, embarrassed too. Steve. Like, let's just go somewhere else. Get right? some string cheese like the rest of us. I know. Man up, just leave, you know? Get a pre-made sandwich from some other thing. Appreciate that these people are working hard. I know. And maybe you should have decided quicker than, you know. Mm-hmm. So I sold him a sandwich for $75. <laughs> it's like, no. And I split it with the lady at the cash. I was like, this one's on me, lady, you know? No, you just joked with her. You're like, sometimes you need a squirt gun for people like that. And that really cracked her up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that was our experience. Uh, but Potbelly's was delicious. Man, great employees. Tom great just food. knows what's up. Mm. The spicy peppers are where it's at. Although I was a little afraid that uh, they're, sorry, they're a little extra spicy. You don't need you need like half the amount. Yeah, and I I had them put All. the peppers on because I don't know if it was me being macho. I was like, yeah, yeah, put the peppers on. And then I realized I was traveling, but get on a plane. But mm. I'd already eaten a foot long sandwich full of hot peppers, and I was like. This could have been a bad it idea. Could have been, but it wasn't. Well, I had the bubbling gut. Oh, did you? You never Just told little, me. Well, I didn't want to, you know, jinx it. Oh, but you made it. Well, no. You made it. He was fine. <laughs> I had to throw my underwear out on the plane. You, you didn't know. either. <laughs> Sean was fine. Uh-oh, my mustache is coming off. That's what happens when you lie. Your mustache falls off. Right? We got to glue it on using the, the extra glue. Mm-hmm. How's it looking? It's looking fine. Okay. I'll try not to lie as much. <laughs> anyway... Potbellies is delicious if you haven't had it. I had the pastrami. I highly recommend. It was delicious. I was glad we did that because we got into Harrisburg. It, it, our flight was delayed. So we didn't even even end up landing in Harrisburg until 1030. And most of the restaurants closed at nine. So it was good that we had eaten. And then we had another half a sandwich to eat. And we were good to go until the morning. This is true. Ready for letters? Sure. All right. Here okay. you go. Okie dokie. Okay. We're going to start it off with an audio from Tom. Our good friend, Tom. Hey, Tom. So he's pretty close to South Carolina. He is. He's in Virginia, right? Yeah. I don't know how close that is, but you know, it's it's, pretty close. I mean, it's a few states up, but he's not far. One grew tobacco Mm -hmm. and the other grew rice. I didn't know in South Carolina they grew rice. Do you guys know that? We learned that. Carolina gold. The gold, because that's how they earned their money. Yeah. Man, did they ever earn a lot of money? That city was rich. Rich. I'm rich, bitch. Those houses were crazy. And the Pringles family, not relation, I don't think, to the potato chip people, maybe. The woman of the Pringles family is essentially the reason that it's so historical and everything's been preserved. I think they are the Pringles chips family. Maybe. Because their house was like ruffled. It was not. Oh, no, that wouldn't be, that would be the Ruffles family. Mm -hmm, Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. 
getting getting the, it twisted. The Pringles look like they're riding a saddle. Mm. They're probably in Dallas or something. Yes. Okay. This is entitled Doctors, Reviews, and Poop. Oh, okay. All right. All <laughs> you right. talk about bumbly stomach? Now we get into the poop. Hey, Katie and Sean. It's about 1030 on Sunday morning of the podcast about Sean's toe issues. And just figured I'd chime in. Katie said that she sees another recording of mine in her inbox. And tell you what, Katie, you better get used to it because I'm going to send you something funny about every week. I love it. Anyway, Sean, buddy, guess we're all duct taped together in old age. I mean, I'm not much younger than you, but I got a shoulder that bothers me, among other things. And tell you, going under the knife is some serious shit, so probably want to think that one over if you decide to go that route because mm. never know could be better it could be worse so okay yeah i'm one of those that just likes to tough it out but that might be my downfall at times so just thinking here about this doctor story i mean that's been recycled i've told you all about that in a letter in the past and mm-hmm. uh, i had gone to that clinic because i have a clotting problem and that was one of the things that they Me advertised too. on being able to treat. And I left them a nasty review because Katie was right on. This was all preconceived notions about why I was there. And I mean, screw those damn people. The thing is, Which doctors? when it comes to medical stuff or yes. any other service, I think we owe it to our fellow citizens. If we've had a good experience to leave a good review and, if we've had a really bad experience, we should leave a bad review. I Google agree. and Both. the Better Business Bureau and Health Grades for medical stuff. All those avenues should be looked into before you make a choice on a provider for a medical issue or any other service for that matter. And I guess I'm a little old school. My grandpa always talked about the BBB and I use that. But yep. you know what? I use some of those others as well. So... How about another poop story? <laughs> Ease right into it. <laughs> so anyway, the lady that cleans our office is about 70 years old. And she's one of those people that's quite eccentric. And she's always discovering these fake problems at our office. And she calls me up about them. And there was a young man that used to train at my gym. And he picked up on the fact that this woman was annoying as hell. <laughs> Like she called one night, she says, Oh, honey, I hadn't done nothing wrong, but the door won't lock. Well, I go over there. The door won't lock. And the door won't lock. The goddamn mag lock with her feather duster and knocked it a little silly. And all I did was tap it and the door locked. And he thought that was funny. And she tore up a vacuum one day and oh. she called me up complaining, Honey, that vacuum ain't fixed yet. Well, there's another vacuum, so why don't you go get that other vacuum? I love the voices. I mean, if you tear up it. something, like a golden girl. Like I can replace it or fix <laughs> it right away. So this boy is out in the truck with me one day, and we go out to my dad's farm to check up on things while he's out of town. And this kid really isn't all there. He says to me, Tom, I really have to go. Oh. I said, well, buddy, tell you what take you by the office and you can go in the men's room at the office so we go by my office and 
old lady's cleaning and he sees all her cleaning supplies outside the door. And here I'm talking to one of the managers. And the kid comes out of the bathroom and we get back in my truck and head over to the gym, which is in my garage. And I'm scared already. He says to me, well, Tom, that was a big one. I said, buddy, <laughs> to yourself. Oh, no, I know you don't like the cleaning lady, and I know she was about to clean, so I didn't flush it. Oh. I'm saying to myself, oh, my God. You know you've arrived when somebody thinks highly enough of you to do something to get back at somebody that you don't like. And here this lady, she calls everybody honey, and uh, I'm thinking she's going to call me up, oh, honey, one of your little honeys did a number two and didn't flush their number two. I'm mighty offended, little honey. <laughs> I tell you, <laughs> there's never a dull moment never. doing the kind of work that I do, safety and operations management. <laughs> <laughs> that poor queen lady, though, <laughs> in that bathroom. <laughs> what a, it's a maniacal laugh anyway, at this point. <laughs> I hope you all enjoy. And speaking of lifting, I'm going to get out in the gym here in a little bit and get a workout in with a buddy of mine. And hope you all stay well and hope you all have a good week and hope you enjoy my story. Thanks, Tom. First of all, I love the voices. 10 out of 10. I enjoy that. Also, the fact that he did it on purpose because he knew he didn't like the cleaning lady because she was like always messing things up and having trouble. That's commitment right there. Yeah. It's also yeah. pretty disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> I mean, so many people, I don't know what it is, but so many people in general do not flush the toilet in public restrooms. I've noticed that. I purpose, like, I'll go through and if one isn't flushed, I'll flush it. Oh, really? Yeah. And then oh. I'll go in another one and flush my, I flush when I pee and whatever, I, but. I don't, uh, I don't look. I just feel like no one's going to do it and then no one will go in that, that toilet. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm like, I'll just kick it with my foot and flush it. Why not? I do definitely kick all the the handles with my foot. I don't touch anything. Sean is Sean, tell him about how you get trapped in bathrooms. Well, I will go into a public restroom and um and this happens quite frequently and there's been some times where I've been trapped for like uh, extended periods of time. Like <laughs> you can just ditch the mustachio or no, I can I, get the glue. I think it's part of my persona. Okay. Um but yeah, I, I go in there and you you know you 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 pee or whatever or you do in the bathroom. And, uh, whatever you do in the bathroom. And then you wash <laughs> your hands because you should, you filthy animals. And uh, when you go to leave, there's no paper towels. Mm. See? And then, you know, how are you going to open the door handle? Because everyone else, you know, people don't wash their hands. So I don't want to touch the door handle. And sometimes I'll have to wait for someone to come in. Other times you, you can kind of get it with your, you know, your your elbow or something. Well, a lot of them have the kick thing, so you can put your foot. Some, uh -huh. some. You know, the bathrooms that I appreciate or the restaurants that I really appreciate is if there's a waste basket right by, by the, the door, door mm -hmm. this tells me you you understand that some people use a paper towel to open the door handle yep. because we're civilized, you know? Yes. Anyways. So and civilized. One time, I think this is what happened when I was younger. Um, I was coming out of the bathroom at a mm -hmm. restaurant and the handle was wet and it, Every time, Ooh. yeah, every Ooh. time since then. I was like 11 or 12. That stands out my mind. And I, I just never want to touch a wet door handle in a bathroom again. I understand. Yeah. I respect that. Something interesting, random observation. So w from a woman's restroom perspective, 
in Los Angeles, in Washington State, in California as a whole, even in Oregon, places that I've traveled to, New York City, Chicago, most places offer toilet seat covers. Mm. Now, yes, they might be out of them, but they're at least, there's like a thing for them and you knew they were supposed to be there. This happened to be out or whatever. And so I always got used to using them every single time. However, Texans in particular, other than the airports, do not subscribe to this. They don't use ass gaskets? No ass gaskets. That's odd. And I don't, I'm surprised I haven't told you this yet. Because even when we came to look at homes, I was like, it's so weird this restaurant didn't have that. And then I was like, so weird this restaurant doesn't have Bums, touching bums, <laughs> warm sea Reaching heaven. Out, touching you. Yeah, I don't like Your that at all. touching the sea. <laughs> um, I just put toilet paper down. Sweet buttocks. Bow, bow, bow. But why? Does anybody... Does anybody else find this? Is there a, your state or your country? Do not subscribe. Am I weird? Is this like an extra? I don't think most places use them. I think. Um, Is it a weird United States thing? I feel like in Canada they have them. I don't know. Uh, Wait, let's let your sister weigh in on that maybe. Or your dad. I forget if in Montreal they had them or not. I feel yeah. like they did. I don't know. But I don't know. But I think in Europe they don't use them. No. I, yeah. Oh, you want to know a secret beauty hack that mm -hmm. I have? From me to you out there. Oh, yeah, yeah. People. Um, if you go to Sephora, mm -hmm. they will sell you like what looks like a pack of rolling paper, I guess, like to blot. Oh, yeah, your, your oil blot. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, here's a, a pack of rolling paper. Well, it's like those little sheets. <laughs> Just kind of look like the, those sheets. Sorry for my reference. For all you squares out there. <laughs> I'm not a square. It's just so funny. <sighs> I was like, I guess it does kind of look like that. This mustache is awesome. Do you want me to go get you the glue? So, so the, the beauty hack is you can, um, take those, uh, ass gaskets and you can, <laughs> they can block, you can block with them. Yeah. They're amazing. <laughs> I learned that one time sick. reading Cosmopolitan in the doctor's office. And I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it yeah. was a beauty hack from like the nineties. I was like, hmm, interesting, mm -hmm. but I didn't know how important it would be until I uh, was older and bald. <laughs> like, so sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. if you catch me on a really uh, embarrassing night, I'll have a piece stuck to my head. No. Instead of toilet paper to my shoe, I've got an ass gasket on the top an of my ass head. ass gasket. Just a little piece though, because I don't use a whole piece. You know, I'm, I'm sensible. I'll mm -hmm. use just like a, a hand piece. Just like the circle from the middle so you're not wasting yeah. it. But they're really good. They're super absorbent. Mm -hmm. That's their job. Well, do people have oily asses? No, but if there's any pee or anything. Oh, yeah. But that's not what it's there for. It's just to give you a sense of security it's to protect it's like getting a you know jumping out of a plane with a paper uh mm, parachute? parachute you know no because <laughs> what is it really protecting you from on the toilet seat is well a lot of them are like coated on one side so it protects you from mm. sitting in someone else's pee touching your bum to the same thing their bum touched you know in <laughs> the bum touching uh <laughs> when you're skiing or snowboarding, they used to have goggles with like rip away or no motocross riding. So when you have mud on your, you just rip a, away from your goggles and like, it's a, a layer of film and you pull it off and then you can see. What? Yeah. I've yeah. never heard of this. Oh, it's awesome. And I think they I should have that, that for toilet seats. Like they well, just load up a bunch of Well, some of them have this plastic. Uh, mechanism. Has anybody else seen this? Where when you get up, it automatically goes and it puts a new sheet over the toilet seat. So someone already has my invention. I, I think so. We're suing. I forget what. So we, it's already been around. I mean, <laughs> you just now said that. So I'm sorry. Oh. 
But yeah, so there is an invention like that. Not exactly like what you're talking about, but it's got a dispenser, I'd assume, in the back because it's this contraption where the new thing spools out. I think Oakley makes them. Not the butt gasket, but uh, the the eyeglass. (laughs) The ripoff? Yeah. Never heard of that. It's interesting. Yeah. We'll make one, but we'll call it the ripoff. One of my favorites is the toilet seat, uh, like the little cubicles or whatever you'd call them, the doors and the fake little walls. The one brand I see a lot around here is called Heine Hiders. Heine Hiders. I like that. And I like I like it too. I think it's very fun. Okay. Are we ready for Laura's letter? Laura. Lo- or Tinkerbite. I apologize. Oh. I just always see the name and I, I'm sorry, Laura. Or Tinkerbite. Okay. I think this is very apropos. It's called, or it's entitled, Halloween Stories. We're ready. Perfect. We're ready. Spooky stories. Just so you know, I am very open-minded, but logical and skeptical. So whenever weird things happen to me, I try to find a logical explanation first. Me as well. Not me. I jump to conclusions right away. I'm Mm -hmm. like, clearly it's a ghost. Clearly it was aliens. Also, these stories are 100% true from my experience, but only remain spooky to me because I cannot fully explain them. Mm. Mm. The first story is from when I was about 10 years old. I was alone in my bedroom one evening before bed reading with my light on and I heard rustling on the floor beside my bed, which really freaked me out. But then this huge spider crawled out of a pile of papers and on the floor. And I was like, it's just a spider. Dad. And then it's screaming, Dad, there's a spider in my room. <laughs> Me too. That's what I would do. So when I woke up early one morning, not long after this, I heard a similar rustling noise near my bedroom door. And I assumed there was another spider in my room. And I looked over towards the sound. But then the sound stopped as soon as I looked at it. And suddenly the rustling sound rushed towards me. <gasps> I couldn't see anything. I could just hear this angry rustling coming toward me. I hid my head under the duvet, but the rustling sound carried on getting closer and closer till it was right in my face, Uh, rustling in my ears. And I literally felt like someone was trying to suffocate me with a plastic bag. um, What? It stopped really suddenly and I ran downstairs. Terrifying. Terrifying. What was it? We don't know. Remember, she can't explain it. They're scary and they're from her perspective, her experience, and she cannot explain it. Yeah, that is terrifying. Horrible. No other scary things ever happened to me in that house, but my older sister had played a Ouija board in her room next to mine, and my cousin had told me that a little girl called Naomi had died in my bedroom. And Naomi was fond of plastic bags. I thought he was just trying to scare me, though, so I never actually looked into whether or not there was any truth to it. I wouldn't have either. I would have thought they were just trying to be jerks. Hmm. Because, you know, they're older. First of all, don't ever play the Ouija, okay? Oh, sorry. I, I probably... It's pronounced it wrong. No, Ouija. You got it right. I said Ouija. Oh, Ouija board. Like Luigi. <laughs> the Luigi I'm a Luigi. I'm going to win. <laughs> <laughs> don't play that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, think I don't want to summon any before. weird like, spirits. First of all, kids of the 60s and 70s were much tougher than they are now. And I was on the tail end of that. I was a kid mm-hmm. in the uh, early 80s. But mm-hmm. you'd always find like a dusty Ouija board in someone's closet. and You'd take it out. What's this old game? Mm-hmm. And you all sit around and there'd be like creepy but music. Someone's going. always pushing it. I don't think I ever played it, but one of my friends had it. Yeah. It's scary. It's yeah. little felt things and like, you know, but then all you're doing is opening a portal to some other dimension. Mm, to the other dimension. You know, and 
maybe sometimes a goofy spirit pops out. Like, <laughs> but other times, you know, it could be Malfador, you know, you with don't, an axe or you something. You just don't know. Just it's not worth the risk. It's not worth opening that portal. No. And that's why if I uh, am ever elected president. <laughs> is this the stance you're going to take? Milton Bradley. No Ouija boards. We're putting them out of business. This is. No, they make a lot of other things, Sean. We just don't want the Ouija board. Milton Bradley will no longer be able to. Uh, that's you have to pander to the audience. You know, oh. like what does the audience want? Get rid of all the uh, the pagan them. games. No, no, who wants that? Texans mainly. I, I don't think it's Texans. It's that one lady who said that the Hocus, Hocus Pocus, Pocus two is going to send your children to hell. <laughs> I'm going to move on. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> the second story is after we moved into a big house in a little village. Pictures are attached. I'll show you them too. So. Ooh. Couldn't find photos of the long hallway, but this is how long the house was to help you imagine. Okay. Okay. We're prepared. Okay. This is more descriptive. I'm going to get into it later because we won't understand until we read the story. Mm-hmm. Got it? Mm-hmm. Okay. There were four bedrooms and a bathroom upstairs, and they were all along one straight hallway with no windows. Just a couple of dirty skylights, so quite dark. My room was closest to the stairs. My parents was the far end and my brother and sister's twins was next to theirs. Oh, gotcha. Okay. It was daytime. So light-ish. And I walked out of my room to go downstairs and I saw someone tall walk from my parents' room into the twins' room. I assumed it was my dad or stepmom tidying or something. And I carried on walking downstairs. But when I got into the living room, everyone, as in everyone who lived in the house, was in there. So I asked, who's upstairs? And my stepmom was like, no one. And I was totally freaked out. But I couldn't say anything right then because I didn't want to frighten my little brother and sister. So, okay, and then hold on. How old is this house? That's that's my first question. We have a question for you, Tinkerbite. How old is it? How much could have happened in this home? It says there were lots of other random things that happened in that house. Just like things going missing and then turning up in odd places. Oh. One of the strangest being my sister coming into the kitchen and asking me for a pen. And one literally fell out of the underside of the staircase. It was during some renovation, so the wood on the underside of the stairs was uncovered. And there were little ledges where someone could put stuff. Say, if they wanted to hide something. But it was the fact that it dropped right as she asked for a pen. And there was no one in that part of the room. Weird, oh, right? A friendly ghost, a helpful ghost, you might say. Right? Casper, the helpful ghost. See, so the pencil fell. Oh, because it's like the staircase is running. So it like fell. Like, I can't do that. And the table, oh, onto the table that used to be there. Gotcha. That uh, is crazy. But helpful. So I hope you appreciate my spooky stories m- more than some other podcasts. Copyright 2020. Right. My word is bond. Oh, okay. Tinkerbite. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I appreciate it. I ain't bullshitting, man. <laughs> right? Crazy. And that is kooky and spooky. Kooky and spooky. Kooky and spooky. That's what we call this podcast. Kooky that, and spooky. That'll be our names. The, oh, which one do you want to be? I don't care. I'll, I'll be kooky. I'll be spooky. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll let like the hair that. fall into I my face. That, baby. I can't see. I dig that. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the kooky and spooky hour, baby. We have a letter from Mimi. Mimi. Welcome to our kooky spooky hour. This is entitled Falling Out of Bed. Mm. Hello again. I just heard you read my email on the podcast and it was so cool. Thank you. Thank you for writing in. Then there was a story about falling out of bed. So it reminded me of a story from a while ago. When I was little, my family went to the mountains in the summer and I was put on the top bunk bed. 
I believe there was no rail. This sounds dangerous to me, but for some odd reason, my parents weren't afraid. I think back in the day, we didn't really worry about such things all the time. I didn't have a rail on my bunk bed. I don't think Nichols did either. Yeah. I feel like it didn't at all. No. Because I would jump it down you boundaries, from it. you know? Yeah, I would jump down. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we had a rail either. I'll have to ask my mom. She's hiding out in the bedroom while we record, so. I, you know what, though? I do believe, now that I think about it, it's been mm-hmm. a long time since I thought about that bunk yeah. bed system. Which I love, by the way. Bunk beds, every kid's got to have a yeah, bunk bed at I, one I love point. bunk beds. Because you can turn the lower part into a fort or a desk or a, a, a mm-hmm. space shuttle. You know, the list totally. goes on. It's on and on. We had bunk beds in college and they didn't have rails. Well, we could bunk our beds right. or you didn't have to. We didn't, but you could. Mine, mine had little pockets for posts mm-hmm. to go in. So yep. maybe there was a rail system. I just didn't need it, I, I guess. Yeah. They trusted me not to. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So there was no rail. Um, anyway, my older brother slept under me and he had a cup of water next to his bed. One night I fall out of bed and tumble down the four or five feet from my bed right onto the water and I get all wet. I start crying and I run to my mom's room telling her I'm all wet. I distinctively remember being upset about the wetness, not about the falling down. (laughs) You were young. You were resilient. Right. You're just like, You bounce when you're young. Gosh darn it, now my pajamas are wet. Yeah. And if you stepped in it with your sock, nothing is worse than a wet sock. Soakers are the worst experience in the world. If you live in a wet climate, you know what we're talking about. When you don't know there's a puddle and you step and it goes up and over your shoes into your your sock and your foot. All day you'll be... Oh, yeah. That's how your feet start to smell. You know, you get wet feet. Yeah, it's the worst. And your shoe stinks. You got to put it. That's why we had growing up, and my mom, I'm sure, still has it, is a shoe dryer that pumps. You put your shoes on it. It's like two hot air tubes with like the little metal, or not metal, like plastic things that you slip your shoes on. That's nice. Shoe dryers are the bomb.com. I'm going to bring that back, bomb.com. Okay, so all mad about being wet, but not focusing on the falling down. The next day we spoke about it and we all laughed at me that I ignored the scary part and just focused on the wet. Anyways, just a small tale from my childhood. Have an awesome day. Love, Mimi. Thank you, Mimi. That is hilarious. And I love it very much. I'm glad you weren't injured. Right? Thank goodness. Are we ready to move on for another letter? Let it rip. This is from our Minister of Rock and Roll and History. Ah, yes. Christoph. And it's entitled Dogs. Dugs? Dugs. Dugs. Does your dog bite? Does your, I do not have a dog. Oh, no. It says, does your dog bite? And he says, no. And then his dog bites him. And he's like, I thought you said your dog didn't bite. And he says, I do not have a dog. No, that's not my dog. That's not my dog. <laughs> okay. Christoph says, hey, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and the whole OTDM community. Christoph here, OTDM ambassador to Austria and to rock and roll and master of multiple dogs. Or are the dogs masters of me? Who picks up the poop, I say. Right, I think. If I had a master, he'd probably make me pick up the poop. So Possible. I think the dog's in charge. I think that's maybe. what I, you know, those moments when you're walking the dog early in the morning or late at night, mm-hmm. that's one of the conclusions I've had with Roxy. I'm like, yeah. well, clearly she's in charge because she is leading me on the leash, mm-hmm. which she's not supposed to. She's supposed to walk by my side. And she does when we want her to, but when mm-hmm. we're being lazy and tired. Yeah. And uh, she pulls me along where she wants to go. And I also have to pick up her poop. Yep. And if I don't pick it up, she barks at me. No, she doesn't. She's like, on to the next thing to sniff. Okay. Yeah. I have written, I haven't written in in a while, but my mood has been on a roller coaster in the recent months. As I told Katie on a Patreon hangout. Yeah. I hope you're feeling better. And I had the feeling that there's not much going on in my life currently anyways. 
My mood is still rather stale, but so what? It'll get better. I agree, Kristoff. And actually, life offers new things all the time. But Katie, in episode 129, you asked how to prevent dogs getting out of their collars. Yeah. You can't. As you don't want to put the collar on too tight. You should always be able to fit at least two fingers in. Yeah, that's how ours is. Our dogs wear a harness when we go for a walk with them. They could still get out, but it's more complicated for them. Her too, she has to drop her first, her two front like legs and then like pull herself out. Yeah, she she did that a couple of times. She was the Harry Houdini for mm-hmm. a bit, but then she has stopped. So yeah, she good. stopped doing that. I don't really know why, but mm-hmm. I'll just, I'll take it. Okay. Um, our dogs, okay, wear a harness. Here is... Here it is important that it is tight enough around the chest so they can't struggle their way out. So ours is, I guess it's tight enough. I don't she's know. just, she's got a weird shape. <laughs> she has a little. Rotund, rotund. In the ch- like muscular in the chest, neck, mm-hmm. back area. Mm-hmm. And then very small in the waist. Yep. I think most dogs kind of have that head. scoop. Yeah. She definitely she's has She's got a, the scoop like the greyhound scoop kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, where am I at? They could still get out. Okay, gotcha. Um, and to get a bit more control, it can help to put the leash in the harn- on the harness and the on the collar. Oh, oh, I like that idea. I hope this explains it well enough. I will check if I have some photos that I can show to demonstrate. But whatever method you use, none are foolproof, especially a young and very vital dog like Roxy can almost always find a way. That makes me feel good. Thank you, Christoph, because we're trying our best, but we don't really know what we're doing. Yeah. But that reminds me of our old pack many, many moons ago who were always on the collar. One of them was Raven, a German shepherd, beautiful dog. But throughout his life, he could not stand other dogs. He would bark at them and try to charge at them. So once we were visiting my sister in Switzerland, she was living on the second floor and we put the dogs on the balcony. Leashes attached to the railing. We were sitting in the kitchen and heard the dogs bark at people walking by. Nothing unusual, but then there was a moment we knew something went wrong. And instinctively, we didn't see it from the kitchen. We knew that Raven had jumped across the railing. My girlfriend grabbed a kitchen knife to cut the leash as I was dashing to the front door to collect the dog from the pavement below. But when I reached the door, he was already standing there. A bit confused, but well alive. That's terrifying. Oh my God. We figured he'd seen another dog and in his excitement jumped over the railing. And instead of strangling himself to death, he managed to get out of his collar and get down in one piece. Jesus criminy. Since then, we've never left them alone in a situation like that again. That's it for the moment. I'm sure more stories will follow, especially as band rehearsals started again in full strength and the next gig is coming up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whoop, whoop. Greetings from Austria, Christoph. Thanks, Christoph. And that is, you know, that's scary. That's some scary shit. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, you know, you, you get attached to your dog. Yeah, you and then do. You don't want anything bad happening. Like right now, I'm afraid that she, Roxy's going to get out and run into the street. That's yeah. my main worry. But I know she hasn't. I, well, once she did, but she ran straight across the street instead of into the busy street. She ran to like the the smaller street. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, <sighs> but it gave me the heebie-jeebies. And she realized that she did something bad. Yeah. And she turned around. And she's like, I'm sorry. I saw a squirrel. You know, that's exactly her words. By the way, I'm sorry. She I said it. Her words, not yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. Um, <laughs> I was like, you know, okay. That's fair. Fair enough. I said, come here. And she came back. So. Yeah. I, I worry about her all the time. I worry about that. I also worry like the other night she must've gotten into something because she didn't eat dinner and she was just like sleeping. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh no. 
is she going to, is she okay? Like, you just don't know. And I'm like, nothing would be more traumatizing or upsetting to me than to wake up to her, not be like her being dead or being super sick or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, and she's fine. She's totally fine. It's just like mom, dog, like dog mom worries, you know? So, but she's happy as a clam. Dog on worries. Those dog on worries. Okay. Time for one more letter. Uh, let's do one more letter. We have a, we have um, a letter from Lydia. Hello, Lydia. Ready? Yeah. It's entitled Weeds. I'm ready. Okay. I'm excited already. Because my mom and I I'm got- on the fence about this. I'm not sure. Like <laughs> My mom and I got in, into the front. Remember I told you guys I had that invasive weed situation and I tried to eradicate it. Well, my mom went out with me again because I didn't eradicate it and it came back, that son of a bitch. And we dug and those roots ran deep. And we were like, it was exhausting. I gave myself heat rash. I worked so hard. I cut those tree limbs. I did all sorts. Mom and I were very active. And I know it's going to come back. So we're going to have to try to do something better to like kill it at the root. I'm so scared of of Monsanto Roundup Bear or whatever it's called. I know. But there's got to be something we can put in there that will kill it. Yeah. Because its roots are everywhere. Like if I should have shown you the holes in the root systems and we had to try to rip everything out. But then you want to make sure they all look, the roots all look the same before you pull because you don't want to rip it from your other plants. Right, right. So it was quite the thing. Okay. You got to look for the radical roots. Eradicate it. Okay. And we assume this was, my mom figured this out. Sorry. My mom, I talk with my hands. My mom, because we were like, where did that plant come from? So clammy. But she mentioned something we didn't realize that we got new mulch put in to help our plants. And it probably came in with that. It's a, um, an interloper uh, Mm -hmm. of the mulch. Yeah. It was, it's a song I could write. It came in, was like the Mayflower. Right. It came in. It blew in on the wind. It blew in. And then it ruined the garden. Mayflower, <laughs> well, know. it only choked out one of our uh, little bushes. Unlike the Mayflower that choked out a whole continent. A whole continent know. full of people. Okay. <laughs> Entitled uh, Weeds yeah. from Lydia. Says, hi, uh, Katie and Sean. Hi, Lydia. I'm Lydia. I'm a long time listener, first time writer in her. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. A little bit about me. I'm currently the manager of a CrossFit gym. Oh, wow. I've spent 15 years working in the fitness space in some form or another. I was a gymnastic coach, a dance teacher, a diving coach, and now a CrossFit coach. Very cool. Wow. I'm always envious when She's I see super it. talented. Remember there was the one in Santa Monica we'd drive by mm-hmm. on, uh, was it Wilshire or no? It was Santa Monica Boulevard. There yes. was one. And I'd drive by and you would start to see people running mm-hmm. down the, the boulevard. Because they had them doing sprints and stuff. Yeah. And I didn't know what CrossFit was. Yeah. And one day I looked in the window and I felt so inferior because <laughs> there was a girl, mm-hmm. not to say that girls can't do these things, but doing these feats of strength. Mm. She's a CrossFitter. Well, she was doing these pull-ups. Maybe and it was Lydia. She would, she would like pull up on the bar. The bar was very high uh-huh. in the air. And then at the top, she would pop up. Yeah, that's part of their thing. And then she'd drop then down. Then they go back down and yeah. they do it again. And I was just like, <laughs> you know, if I did one of those, I'd crap myself. Well, I can't even do a pull-up. Oh, you, you certainly can. You always have such faith in me. When I, we were watching The Office and Michael's doing 25 push-ups, I was like, I don't think I could do that. And Sean's like, you definitely could. You do yoga and chaturangas. I don't do push-ups. Yeah. What's the one where you just lie down? Corpse pose? Yeah. Shavasana? Shavasana. I can Shavasana with the best of us. <laughs> of the asanas? Okay. Sorry, Lydia. Back to her. Okay. I'm a fellow Austinite. <gasps> Howdy do. 
Originally from upstate New York area, I moved in January 2021. And I listen to the podcast on my way to work every day. It's a 40 to 70 minute commute, depending on the day or time. And I've loved both AKA and OTDM since the beginning. Aw, yay. You talked about that weed that grows roots and winds and intertwines with the grass. Let me tell you, that weed has been the bane of my existence recently. I have to weed weekly. And if I don't, it takes over. It's the worst. As you were talking about, I was ranting to my wife about how that exact weed is impossible to eliminate at this point. What is it? If you have any luck getting rid of it, let me know. Maybe I'll start writing in more. I always have so many thoughts as I listen. Please do. Thanks for entertaining me on my commute, Lydia. Awesome. Well, Lydia, we're in this fight together. (sighs) Yes, we are. And I will... So, so far, we'll see how well this works. This weekend, we dug them up. So it'll be a week from when you hear this. The week prior, my mom and I dug into the dirt and were like as gentle as you can with the the roots so you could get out as much. And sometimes we'd be excited, be like, mom, look. And it'd come out and it'd be like two feet long. We'd be like, score. Or it'd be like attached to, I'd pull out like four plants at once. We'd be like, yeah. <laughs> and then you throw it in the bucket and then you stomp on it because you're like, you son of a bitch ruining my garden yeah so if i can figure out what those are and how to eradicate them i'll let you know back to crossfit for a second mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it it seemed to be like it really took off and became super popular and yes. i know that there's a place north of here mm-hmm. um and they have like a crossfit uh tournament that shows up in town it's at like a ballpark yes. or something yeah i mean i it's, think it's like north of us i think it's like up in cedar park or something okay and it just seems like that's, I mean, it's pretty hardcore. I don't know anything about it. I just know I that they're either. feats of strength. And people always look like they're, you know, really getting the most out of it. Like it's a it's a better workout than my Fred Flintstone old school workout, you know? Do you do calisthenics? Yeah, I touch my toes. I lift my hands oh. up. I lift the boulder and I put the boulder. But, you know, like yeah. I think fitness routines have evolved since I. Oh, 100%. You know, since I was in my prime, it, you know, it was black and white television back then. Me That's and ja- Jack true. Lalane. You You've know. only taken a break for, well, I mean, about 10 years. Well, yeah. <laughs> but you have your Pitter kettle. patter, let's get at her, you but know. your dad got you the kettlebell and you've been using that. Until and... I blew up my, t- my belly button. Yeah, now he has the hernias. Well, I call it an Audi. I, yeah, I have a middle of the line belly button. It's not really in or out. Oh, really? Just hanging out. Yeah, okay. We've started with Tom. We're going to end with Tom. Oh, okay. Are you ready? Sure. It's called Random Thoughts and a Funny Story. All right. I hope this goes through. Oh, no, it did not. <gasps> Tom. Well, we can keep talking about CrossFit. Oh, this one might have. Oh, no. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, Tom. The The email that you sent entitled Random Thoughts and a Funny Story did not come through. Oh, bummer. And I apologize. So it sounds like there's a new uh, thing that people are doing, like a new a new workout religion sort of deal. And uh, for a while, it was like Barry's boot camp. Pause one more second. Tom, that one didn't go through. And I also cannot open Rock Salt and Bacon Man. <gasps> bacon Man? Maybe try doing it through our speak pipe. Ah, speak that pipe. That is foolproof. All right. Foolproof. So I'm sorry. that Those are two that were sent. And we want to hear your your giggle and your dog tippy tap. Tippity tippity tap. Okay. Continue, though. I apologize. Oh, well, yeah. For a little while, there was Barry's Boot Camp I kept hearing about. And I was like, maybe I'll join it. that one. Remember, I tried it San when we Francisco. were in San Francisco. I know. I, it was too early for me. I mean, too early in the decade of me taking a decade off from working mm-hmm. out. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But it was also too early in the morning. You were like, I'm going to get this. I was like, you get it. It and was then, like, 
I know we were out in the marina. Foghorn Lakehorn. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed Barry's boot camp. It's just so expensive. Is and it really? when we were in Santa Monica, yeah, it's pretty expensive. And when we were in Santa Monica, so that was, we were in San Francisco for just a week. And we were in this area that had all these different places to go to essentially for food, for exercise, for shopping, all sorts of stuff. And so I went to Core Power Yoga and it was okay. And I went to Barry's boot camp. I think that's all I did was just the two. But anyways, the um, long story short, when I got back to Santa Monica, I was like, oh, where is Barry's? Maybe I'll try it every so often. I really liked it. And it was in Venice. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to go all the way to Venice in traffic. It's, you know, because when you go to workouts, like the end of the day or the anyway, it wasn't going to work. And it was already like expensive. So I was like, it's not meant to be. Yeah, but maybe I, there's one here. Maybe I I'll try it. Barry was on uh, Kramer. Oh, really? The guy, Barry himself? Yeah, the, the money guy, Kramer. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. On, yeah, where he's like MSNBC? bull or bear or what yeah. does he say? He's pressing buttons. He's like, he's oh, shouting, the stock market's going crazy and yeah. you got to invest in this. And da, da, da. Yeah, he was on Kramer once. And mm. uh, Barry was like, because he was talking about the, the stock was rising. Was well, going, he's <laughs> yeah, mad loot and they were building more Making places. Making mad loot. And, and he was like, well, how much does it cost? He's like, it's not the cheapest experience, but it's the best experience. And he said, you know what, Kramer, a Ferrari's not going to buy itself. So, you know. Oh, really? No, he didn't say that. No. But uh, yeah, I heard it's expensive. But it is the best experience and he is right. And here's why. It's very organized and clean and incredibly structured. So the way, and I know organized and structured are like, what's the difference? Let me tell you the difference. So the structure is that when you come in, you they're right there to like take your money. Easy peasy. Do you want to have a protein shake ready for you when you're- The first rule of business is take their money. Well, it's easy. There's no waiting. There's a bunch of cashiers. It's boom, boom, boom. Do you want a smoothie for when you're out so you don't have to get breakfast? And you place your order. You pay for it all at the same time. Then they're like, you can sit down there. You're going to need this, this, and this for the class. When is the smoke break? When they know that you're- Never. When they After you're done. When they know that you're new, Mm -hmm. they walk you in- on your own, somebody comes and says, Katie, welcome to Barry's. I'm going to show you where your stuff is and get you oh, settled. I like that. And then they put you by someone who's a long time person. They're like, this person's been coming for years. Follow them if you get lost. And you're like, magic. And so there's that. And that's the structure of it. That's really smart, though. Those are common, you know, all joking aside, I was just making There's just st- common things that you, as a person who didn't know what the hell was going to happen, was like, okay, I think I can do this. And then... It's organized. So if I wanted to go in to take a shower, I had to let them know and then they'd have it ready for me. So I'd grab my towel oh. and they'd ha- they would show me a locker. And they're like, in the locker, you'll have a towel, blah, blah. But I didn't do that because I was just coming back to, to shower at our place because we were really close. But so there's that. And the, then the smoothies was ready. After when I got out, I had like some banana, some protein smoothie. Um, obviously, I still had to have eggs because it wasn't enough. But that was really great. And then the cleanliness factor, everything was super clean and organized and just looked pristine. Like no one had just sweated in there, even though you saw the people come out. So you knew they just, and it didn't feel humid or gross or, you know, it was amazing. I, I like love Barry's boot camp, 10 mm-hmm. out of 10. Although it was hard. Like there were times when I would walk and you're supposed to run and stuff. I was like, I can't do this. Well, you got to learn to crawl before you can run. Well, you just have to take care of your body I, just because they tell me to do something. I'm a yoga person. So like, just because you tell me, I'm not going to do it. Like Brian Kess says, it's a buffet. Take what you want, leave the rest. Nobody eats it all. That's what he says. Mm-hmm. I like it. I subscribe. And then the latest uh, one that I see everyone on Instagram doing, mm-hmm. uh, F45. I don't know what that is. I think it's like a new 
you know, it's like CrossFit meets Barry's boot camp meets like a franchise, franchise 45, Freedom 45. I don't know. It's like it's got it all and people are doing class workouts. Hmm. Looks good. I don't know what it is. Do you guys know what it is? Unfortunately, I can't get fit by looking at Instagram. <laughs> I don't get fit by watching people work out. I actually have to do it. But I get a little motivated. Yeah. You know, more and hey, more every day. Finding something that you like, just moving your body is where it's at. When our backyard is... Uh, once the Death Star is completed, mm, mm-hmm. uh, that's what we're then calling we the launch. studio now, the Death Star. <gasps> I'm going to be like... Uh, Hopefully for either Christmas or New Year's, we'll be able to do our episode there. Oh, God, that would be amazing. And But I, I'm going to have pull-up bars outside mm-hmm. and I'm going to get TRX. Okay, cool. You heard it here first, folks. But I had to put the uh, moving the kettlebell on hold for a couple of months because yeah, of the belly, belly button. button. I wanted to see if it would heal on which... The it doctor didn't. told me it wouldn't. I know. But, you know, I, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't blowing Safety out Safety first. Yeah. Well, that's all I have for you, Katie. <laughs> Got no rhythm. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Be safe out there. Always have a person with you. Oh, Sean. You have part, it's part of this. <laughs> Suck. <laughs> You didn't know, but it's not Gomez, it's Sean. Unibro. Um, but be careful. Always have a safety partner on Halloween. Don't go walking down dark alleys. Oh, be this careful is out good there. Advice. Yeah, have a buddy with you. Also, uh, don't eat the fentanyl smarties or whatever that's going around. Not smarties, what do they call them in the States? Uh, Skittles. Don't eat the Skittles that are... Have you heard about this? No. Oh, yeah. There's apparently... Uh, Maybe just buy your own candy. We're all adults here. Yeah. Be careful. I know a lot of police stations in the States allow you to bring the candy and they'll x-ray it and look at it and make sure it's okay. Jeez, what world do we live in? I know. But you know what? Be someone's buddy. Make sure everyone else is safe. Well, and stop by houses of people you know. If you're going out to the bars to... Take a Lyft or Uber. Yeah, and make sure your friends get home safe, Mm -hmm. you know? Be careful out there, people. Buddy system. We love you. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend and happy, happy Halloween. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.